Welcome to On the Edge with April Mahoney Brains. Here, this is the spot. Where the conversation is pointed, the guests are sharp, and the responses are never dull. Welcome home, Brains. There's only one requirement to hang out on the edge, is that you open your big brain and close your small mind. Did you bring your thinking caps? It's time to put them on, because the conversation starts with April Mahoney Brains. You're at your spot, your location, your favorite recreation, the podcast where the conversations are pointed, the guests are sharp, the responses are never dull. Today we're in Brisbane, Australia, which is the West Coast. Absolutely gorgeous beach towns. Um, We are with an inspirational catalyst. She is a partner in realizing your dreams. She's going to help you do that. She also has a gift for manifestation. We're going to go deep on that because a lot of times people really don't understand what that takes. And it's not just a a vision board and a wish list. You got to do the work. Okay. You Mm got to show up. You have to be consistent. She's also in the process of writing a book. So we're going to ask her what is going to be in the pages of those books. So Brains, graciously help me welcome our guest today, Tracy Strzok. How are you? Thank you, April. I am wonderful. Thank you so much for having me as a guest on your show. Absolutely. Looking forward to sharing. Love Australians. I mean, you guys have been so great to me. I was looking at my stats today and you know, Australians, New Zealands and Tasmanians are about 25% of my audience now. Oh, wow. That's amazing. Awesome. That is amazing. That's amazing. And that's big for a reach of about 88,000. That's a lot of people. Yeah, no, we're not a... (laughs) We're not as populous as many countries. Well, you know what? Believe it or not, you are a lot more. You know, you, okay, you have America, then you have Canada, then you have um, the UK, and then Australia is right there in the top four. Oh, there we go. Excellent. A lot of people really appreciate uh, the Australians. You guys are pretty strict, though. When you have something happen, I mean, you, there's no holes barred. There's not a whole lot of negotiation. It's like, we're doing this and you're doing it too. Okay. <laughs> I can appreciate that. So tell us a little bit about you, Tracy, and how you show up in the world. I'm an Aussie girl, born and bred in Brisbane, Australia. I grew up in, I had a very happy childhood. I was very lucky in that I grew up in a house where I was encouraged uh, to do anything. I was constantly told you can do anything so that I have realized is a gift. It wasn't just my parents' way of getting me to do the dishes. Mm-hmm. So that was good. Um, I I did, however, buck the system quite a bit. I've now realized when I look back, I, I dropped out of school. I dropped out of university. I quit my first real job. So I've realized in looking back that I have always been kind of bucking the system and resisting what I've been pushed into by society or by what's expected of me, trying to find my own way and find what really lights me up and what makes me excited to be here every day. So bucking the system, did that get you into trouble or did that uh, just spark more of your curiosity? Uh, Well, it wasn't real good listening to my parents crying, but we got there. 
I was lucky in that they did at least listen. Um, it was quite simple the minute I dropped out of university. It's like once the shock was done, that's fine, but get out there and get yourself a job. Right. Uh, and I did, and I buckled down. Same when I dropped out of school, I soon realised, actually, I really got to go back and get a bit more education if, to do whatever it is that I think my big purpose is. Right. So I was encouraged and I was lucky enough to go back. Uh, I guess because I've been told that I could do whatever I want, I figured I could, so I would. Uh, sometimes that was quite a burden to bear, the pressure of having to be successful because I was expected to be successful. Uh, but for the most part, I'm, it, it was a gift and I am very grateful because it made me keep going and made me keep trying. A little bit of a, a different spin on the story. I was encouraged. I was uh, in a very loving family. You know, my mother was cool. I was raised by a stepfather. He was cool. My brothers were cool. I never had, you know, any, uh, you know, sexual trauma or abuse or drug addicts. And I partied, don't get me wrong. Uh, but I didn't do that. And I bucked the system too. I did not go to college, but I always had uh, some sort of internal ingenuity. I was, I've always had the gift of gab. I've been always able to network with the right people, uh, say the right things, keep myself sharp. I'm an avid reader, uh, networker, uh, a student of the arts and great mentors. So I've had a lot of jobs in my career, and I've been able to transition into some very high-paying jobs without a career, a lot, I mean, without a college degree. And mm -hmm. a lot of people, you know, nowadays, they wonder, well, uh, how can I be successful, you know, and not go to college? It's different now. But you know what is also different is you can buy a degree here in the U.S. $1,500 oh, wow. a class. You know, oh. they get that $1,500, they're going to pass you. The oh, real yeah. education is life's experience. Very true. And, you know, like I said, when you and I both, you know, bobbing and weaving through the system, we've run across some challenges. What were some of your biggest challenges that you found within yourself from, you know, not doing traditionally what was thought that you should do? One of the challenges for me was being being female and being young, in, in honesty, I uh, I left the corporate world at 30 years of age when I was CFO of a publicly listed company here in Australia. Yeah. It's actually an international company, quite big. And I had already reached those heights. Uh, but to get there, I did have to, it took a while to always be taken seriously. And it was by being, you know, first person in, the last person out of the office quite often to make it to make it to make myself noticed also to put myself into the situation where I had to be with the boys doing what the boys were doing which wasn't things that I wanted to do I learned to drink red wine and eat curry whether I wanted to or not because Did that you was learn to cuss? <laughs> um let's just pass on that topic shall we <laughs> a little too well let's say it's a certain career position but we moved on uh it is interesting how you are and we'll talk about that, a product of your environment. Absolutely. And when that is what is going on all around you, you do start, you do change to fit in with that environment. And that's what I tell my daughter. I said, you are what you eat. Absolutely. You, you become who you hang around. Yeah. And you're the. I see that a lot of times with women, they try to mimic 
the mochismo of the man, but still want to be feminine. Well, ladies, it's hard to straddle the fence. No pun intended. It is. Uh, but you have to figure out where you are in this lane and what you want to do and what you bring to the table. A lot of times, uh, the, the feminine quality is the great equalizer, is the great balancer. Mm. You don't have to sit there like lunch meat and not say anything and just, you know, be dumbed down. You have to have a a, a poise. You have to have a certain gravitas. But you got to know your stuff, too. you got to be able to be taken seriously. Yeah, you do need to do the work. You do need to have the knowledge. But you do need to be true to who you are because we all actually operate at a certain vibration and people can pick up when you're not being honest. Yeah. We've all had the situation when you've walked in and someone's gone, oh, it's nice to meet you with the fake smile and the fake energy. And you know straight away that it's not right. So you have to be true to who you are and knowing who you are is part of that and knowing what you want. When you know what you want and where you are going, the path actually opens up a lot easier. And you need to be able to negotiate. And again, be a good listener. People will tell you everything you want to know, believe it or not. Just sit there and listen. You don't have to overshare. You don't have to overtalk. You don't have to be jealous. And you don't have to compete because that's not who you are. But you do have to be aware and you have to be and conscious of your surroundings. Now, being conscious of your surroundings also brings on manifestation. I want to talk a little bit about that big $25 word. So many people think, oh, I can manifest this. Manifestation is not magic. <laughs> okay. Even though we may think it is, it's a mindset. It's a it discipline. Is. It's an action. It's being prepared, you know, and it's always looking and seeking out that opportunity, making the ask, closing on the deal. You know, sure. your gift might be right in front of you and you drive right past it because you're looking for something else. The next little shiny object that's going to appease you. Tell us a little bit about your thoughts on manifestation, Tracy. Uh, manifesting is absolutely a real thing. It is something that you can do. To manifest, however, one, you've got to know what you want and you have to really want it. You have to really want it in your heart and in your soul. When I say your heart and your soul, I'm talking about your subconscious mind. It has to be embedded deep and you have to live it and breathe it and dream it every day. You have to act as if you already have it. Absolutely. If you're, and as you put yourself into that situation and into that energy, and as you say, the doors will open, there will be opportunities and you have to jump through them. I remember a long time ago, I I married late in life and I kept on saying for a long time, oh, I'm just waiting for Mr. Perfect to knock on the door. Let's be real. Mr. Perfect's not going to open the door unless he knows where it is, unless you show him the way and you've made him extremely welcome. And that in the end, when I changed my mindset and I figured a few things out in life and I learned how to manifest, I manifested my gorgeous husband. Mm -hmm. And it was a process that I went through and I did do it on purpose. I set about knowing what I want, how I wanted to get it, and I took the steps necessary to put myself in that position. And as a result, when I did meet the man of my dreams, my energy was right, my energy was welcome, and we connected. We had the same vibes, the same energy and the same dreams, and we connected and 10 years happily married. 
And did you show gratitude after you received that? Absolutely. Gratitude is a very big part of my life. I'm very, I spend a lot of time expressing gratitude every morning in my journal. What are some of the things, what are some of the practical applications and steps that you apply in your manifestation? You mentioned journaling, but what are two or three other steps that you do to embed this idea in your subconscious mind, in your heart and in your soul? The uh, gratitude is a fabulous way to start the day because it raises your energy levels to a very high level. Gratitude is almost right at the top of the scale in your vibrational energy. So it's a great place to start. The other place is to actually have a goal and to constantly think about what it is that you're trying to manifest. So if you can spend your time with that goal, emotionally invested in that goal, thinking about it um, and really spending time. Some good ways to do that is through visioneering. So like meditating or just sitting quietly and staring off into space if you don't want to meditate and just spending time really thinking about what it is that you want, writing it down, writing it in detail, writing it. You have it certainly you can have a little short one that you carry around on your little card. Mm-hmm. I have a little card here that I write my goal goal on. That you should see that you should see the frame of my computer. Every time I get an inspirational idea, I put it there to remind me. You have to have a constant reminder because we get so distracted. You know, it's easy to distract somebody. You know, you can talk about one thing, change the subject, and they're on that subject with you. But to stay consistent, to stay focused, and I appreciate what you said, just to write it down, somewhere to refer back to, to meditate on it. Sitting quietly, Brains, is also meditation. You don't have to go into this deep trance-like state. Just be there, be still, and listen to that voice in your head. Take the dog for a walk, sit in the park, anything works. Wherever you're calm and open and relaxed. Water water really helps. I use uh, singing bowls because I like to change the megahertz, the the frequency. I like to break up anything that is not serving me Mm -hmm. and allowing that space and capacity for things that can fill me. So that's very, very important. You also uh, inspire people. Now, how do you inspire people? How do you have the gift to to make someone, you know, light a fire under their boot? (laughs) It really is the the same methodology, and that is getting people to really get in touch, taking the time, holding their hand, as figuratively speaking, to get back and think about who they are and what they want to be. It is doing the visioneering exercises. It is writing it down. It is thinking and dreaming and using your imagination. The imagination gets knocked out of us through the schooling system. You know, you look out, you daydreaming, looking out the window and the teacher calls your attention back. Look at the board. Stop doing that. Stop daydreaming. Learning how to dream again, learning how to use your imagination again. And what I do for people is really just hold that space by spending our time together. I allow them the space to do that, to get back in touch with who they want to be and maybe who they want to be and what they want to do or what they want to give. So by doing that, and then I give them the tools to actually uh, make it all happen. And look at the creativity of others. You know, you don't have to reinvent the wheel. You can uh, replication is the greatest form of flattery. If you see someone that is doing what you're doing and wow, you know, Tracy is really 
off the charts with their manifestation. Let me follow her. Let me be encouraged by her. Let me listen to her. Let me mimic some of her patterns. Your dreams and your goals may not be identical, but the processes and the results can be very transformative. And don't listen to naysayers. They don't know what your dream is. They don't know what you're capable of. The last thing you need is somebody telling you you can't climb Mount Everest and they've never left their lounge room. Exactly. Like, what would they know? They don't know who you are. They don't know what you're capable of. I know what you're capable of. You can do anything. We're all born perfect as far as I'm concerned. Me and my husband were laughing about that the other day. He was like, you know, if you don't have any haters, you're not doing nothing. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. Push those boundaries. They're spending their time watching and disliking what you're doing instead of focusing on what they should like and what they should be doing. So again, don't let them uh, distract you. Consider the source. Now, on the other side of that, you do have to be conscious of what people think and say, because this is the energy that you're exuding. Is it something that is abrasive? Is it uh, cruel? Is it constructive? Is it fun loving? Is it silly? Is it ridiculous? What is it that you are sending out to the world? Because you got to deal with these people as well. But then what that you send also, out comes back to you. So absolutely. be very aware of what you're sending out because that's what you're going to get back. So you're in the thralls of writing a book. What's going to be am. the pages of that book? A uh, hundred or so. I'm, I, we'll see where it ends up. We're well into it. So you've kind of scoped it out, started the writing and filling in all the gaps and putting some of my personal stories in to, uh, to go with it. Well, it's going to be amazing, uh, and I look so forward to it. So when people work with you and coach with you, uh, Tracy, what do they have to look forward to? Support. Somebody who will show up for them and be there for them. We will meet regularly, weekly, uh, more more frequently. They will have personal access to me, as well as uh, group sort of masterclasses, as well as personal coaching sessions uh, that they can be part of my community and get support from a group. We'll learn how to put all these steps into place, how to manifest, how to dream, how to figure out what you want. And then we'll learn how the mind works because that's really the big secret of it all. Learning how the difference between your conscious and your subconscious mind, learning how to only take what you want from the outside world and being very, very conscious of rejecting all the white noise, all the things that you don't need in your life. Let them pass. You don't need to take in everything that you hear, see, feel, taste, touch. Just take what's serving you and what's serving you and your goals. Obviously, you're going to take uh, consideration of those people that you love around you and those you don't want to do any harm. But at the same time, you do want to concentrate on what it is where you're going. Exactly. So uh, you've got to measure the value brains everything is not monetary you know manifest money 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 money. well you know what there's a lot of people with a lot of money that are a lot of miserable too it is what are you going to do with that money once you get it you got to think about that too how are you going to pay it forward how are you going to be able to maintain and sustain it what about a love relationship what are you willing to concede in this person that you've manifested What are you willing to sacrifice? I mean, yeah, they may come with everything that you want, but they're going to come with some of their own stuff as well. What are you willing to, you know, to deal with? Your children, 
you know, oh, I want my children to be, uh, you know, uh, the, the best football player, best cheerleader in the world. And then they end up with an eating disorder. You have to be careful on what you ask for. My mother used to say all the time, baby, if you got everything that you wanted, you'd be a hot mess. <laughs> so some things that you don't get are a blessing too. Wouldn't you agree, Tracy? Yes, definitely. And I actually spent a little bit of time about uh, young children in my book talking about how you've got to be very careful what you say to them because they absorb everything when you're very very young you're very impressionable you're all subconscious no conscious mind and you take on everything that's said around you and said to you and and repetition is really gets it in so if you're constantly told you're no good you're not pretty you're you're stupid then you'll start to believe these things you're not creative i remember that one my 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 father's an architect my mother's an artist and I never thought I could draw or anything. I always thought I was the numbers and the logic person in the family. Turns out if I try, I'm actually not bad at it. Mm. So, uh, and art as a result has become actually a really big part of my life because I never thought I could do it myself. So I've always loved, looked and admired other art, other artists. So let's talk a little bit about your artistry. What do you do? Uh, do you do textiles, watercolors, acrylics, clay? Oh, no, I, 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 it's limited to a small amount of drawing just for personal use. But I do, I have actually traveled the world to go to art galleries and look at, uh, admire and learn about the go to um, art galleries a lot too, as I travel the world. And sometimes I look at that and I'm like, really? <laughs> uh, you've got that beautiful, that. amazing Getty Center. I just oh, love yeah. it. Oh, yeah. I've, I've been to the Getty many, many times. It's absolutely uh, beautiful. Um, yeah, but, you know, sometimes fun. you look, art is very subjective. And it That's is an true. interpretation of what that person is feeling. I'm an artist and, you know, uh, my daughter's a creative visual artist with makeup and costume. I'm more a word artistry. And when someone responds to you and they say, wow, I feel that but they mm. respond with something different than what you originally put out. It's mm. amazing how perception and translation works as well. So we have to be careful with that and allow people to have their opinion. You know, they can have an opinion, as my mother would say. Opinions are like assholes. Everybody has one and they all stink. <laughs> <laughs> I think I like your mother. <laughs> yeah, I love my mother too. Bless, bless her heart in heaven. I know you're know, <laughs> But, you know, again, everybody has an opinion about something, but allow that. I think the world has become so polarized that they do not allow people to dislike anything. You can't laugh at an inappropriate joke. You can't, um, you, you can't have a, a, an opinion about something that's political or religious uh, outside of what someone else thinks. But that is what we are here for, is to banter back and forth and to learn from the opposition, just like the, uh, the, 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 the people that are on our side. We don't want to end up being some sycophant that's just going to go along to get along. Right, Tracy? No. That's not creative. We're here to make a difference in the world. We're put here to create. You know, we are created by the great creator. We're here on earth to create. If you're not creating, you're disintegrating, as they say. So right. you must be moving forward. And you want to grow. You want to have goals and dreams and ambitions to grow. Otherwise, you just sit there and marking time. I, I had my share of marking time, don't worry, wondering what on earth is there, you know, what am I doing? 
And eventually you realize you have to actually move. You've got to get out there, set big goals, big scary goals that you don't even know how to even dream about achieving. And you grow and you learn and you keep moving forward. And it's fun. So let's ask some fun questions. I love to ask my favorite fun questions about my guests. <laughs> if you were a motor car, what kind of car would you be and why? Oh my goodness, April. Let me think about that. <sighs> you know, this is a silly answer. I'm going to say a Ferrari because it's what my husband loves. Whoa. And I'm pretty happy about that. Oh, that's not silly. I want to be a 1974 uh, Volkswagen van. <laughs> oh my goodness, that would be very cool. With all the little flowers painted on side and a big mattress in the back and, you know, some wine. And, yeah, hookah pipe. <laughs> Don't tell my husband, my first boyfriend had one of those. <laughs> we, won't, we won't go into that. But that no, was no, 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 no. <laughs> if you were an appliance in a kitchen, what appliance would you be? I'd be a coffee machine because coffee makes me happy. Coffee makes you happy? Keeps you <laughs> up and perky and all of that? I think I'd be the refrigerator. I just want to sit and chill. <laughs> That's a good one. I like that. If you were an animal, what animal would you be? Oh, definitely a dog. Dog is a man's best friend and they're always happy. Yeah. I want to be happy all, all the time. I know. Dog is God spelled backwards. Absolutely. Very true. Uh, I think I'd be an elephant. Okay. I like them because they're big and they're strong, yet they're gentle. Uh, they're very aware of their surroundings. They're great parents. They've got great strength. They're vegetarians, which I'm not, but I wish I was. Um, <laughs> but it's just something about an elephant um, that just really lights me up. They have Even a beautiful though, spirit, I think. They do. They do. They do. Mm. Uh, if you had three wishes, anything, including mm. that Ferrari, what would they be? Uh, for my family and to be happy and healthy always. Uh, for me to be able to fulfill my dreams, which is to be able to give whenever required for whatever the cause is. I want to be able to always give as much as is necessary, monetarily, emotionally, whatever is required. And other than that, enough, more, more time to travel around the world and see more art galleries. I know. I, I, I am with you right there. And I appreciate the fact that you're a giver. I'm a giver to a fault as well. But because we give, that doesn't mean that we don't have boundaries. We need to establish boundaries. Talk to us a little bit about boundaries because, you know, when you manifest you open yourself up to the universe okay you open yourself up to endless possibilities if you are a big dreamer and i'm a real big dreamer how do we can put that in a, a safe container because also you've got to be protective of your space when people know that you're dreaming when people know that you're open when people know that you're a giver you got the predators i'm just saying the people that want to prey on that or the energy thieves that want to try to steal your joy. How do we create a safe container and a boundary around these dreams? My recommendation would be to be really sure of who you are and what you want and to be able to practice and learn to recognise people that aren't on your page. I mean, we do, you're right, 
you will find you get taken down a road for a short way with somebody who as before you may realize that they're not on the same path as you so it's learning to keep those I'm not going to say boundaries or walls but do be attentive practice your intuition your intuition is really your subconscious picks up on things that you may not pick up on so trust your gut we talk very much about the, when somebody asks you a question, the first answer is your intuition. Your second, your second answer is normally your limiting beliefs. Mm. So trust your gut. Trust your, believe in your instincts. Listen to yourself. If something doesn't feel right, trust that instinct. Absolutely. And consider the source brains and the intention. Mm -hmm. Okay. I mean, you don't ne you don't always understand what someone else might be thinking or what they're doing, but consider the source. You know who they are. They've mm -hmm. showed you many times and people don't have to be disgruntled with me or show out or, or, or harm me or hurt me. I watch how you treat other people. Yep. It, it's and we pick up on it. You learn their energy. You learn you learn to get very good at reading other people's energy it's and what people make from. the sniff test brains. You got, uh -huh. it's like, it's like dogs and kids. They can sniff it out. If it's not right, they'll tell you right away. Nope, I'm yep. not messing with this here. Well, as adults, we need to remember how to do that. Get, that. get that skill back. Well, you have been a wealth of information. So much fun. Uh, so honest and open. Uh, and I agree wholeheartedly with what you're saying when it comes to manifestation, working, dreaming, believing but showing up and doing the work as well. That is pivotal. Tell my brains how to get in contact with you. I'd love for them to work with you, follow you on social media. In addition to that, we've got something to look forward to, a book. Awesome. Absolutely. So you'll find me on most of the socials. You'll find me on Instagram. You'll find me on Facebook. You'll find me on LinkedIn. Tracy Struck, inspirational catalyst, um, mindset coach. I don't mind what you call me, but please call me. Uh, I've got a LinkedIn uh, link tree link there and you can find me through all the socials, email, etc. cetera. Uh, book a time. I'd love to chat. Well, we want to talk to you. We want to engage with you, Brains, please. Uh, go in and like, love, share, and subscribe. Like, love, share, and subscribe. Uh, we're on all the major social media platforms. There's over 2,000 interviews of great, heady people like Tracy that are pouring into you, that want you to succeed. We're not greedy, brains. There's an abundance. The creator made abundance. Um, you just have to get your little slice of the pie. All right? I love that. How your hair is blowing in the wind. That's <laughs> Coastal breezes tonight. Exactly. <laughs> so I'm so excited uh, that you are here with us. Brains go in. Love, like, share right here on the edge with April Mahoney. Leave a comment for Tracy or myself, so that we can make sure that we're on the right path, that we're trying to bring forth the things that you need that are going to make you shine. Thank you, Tracy. I appreciate you. Thank you very much, April. It was lovely to meet you, and I look forward to connecting with your audience. Absolutely. Bye, Brains. Have a good day. Bye-bye.